What's up, guys? Welcome back to Track Record Sports. I'm your host, James, and this is the start of Season 2. I'm also joined my co-host, Chance. What's up? I'm back. I'm alive. <laughs> All is well. Yeah, it might not have seemed that way because we hadn't uh, put anything out in a while, but we are here. We are producing stuff. Just class and stuff got a little crazy. Yep. But we're in a groove. We're getting back in it. Uh, we're kind of doing some reformatting here for season two. Uh, we noticed that last. Well, we you know looked at ourselves and looked at our, what we're doing. And last season we went in a lot of depth of a lot of stuff we didn't really know about or like didn't care about. Like we know NFL stuff, but we're Chiefs guys. So this season we're going to do a lot more Chiefs talk. It's going to be the main focus of the podcast in the fall, and then in the spring it'll roll over into NBA basketball, and that'll be our main focus for the spring. But for right now, it's going to be Chiefs talk. It's going to be fantasy football. And then we're kind of rebranding the front as well. I know we did weekend reviews to start off every episode, but we're going to kind of jump into some like huge news that goes around in sports world, NFL, that needs to get talked about. You know, And then that'll start our episodes instead of having a weekend review that could go on for who knows how long. Yeah. <laughs> but we're still working on a name for that, kind of working out some kinks with that. But we're just going to jump into it. First thing is that A.B. cut from the Patriots after one game? I mean, he is amidst rape allegations. Yep. He is amidst getting dropped from Nike. Yep. He is in the middle of a lot of things that aren't great. Yep. I just think, I don't know, I feel like this is karma coming to him for something. I don't know what it is. And it can't be something good because he's like, He's getting it right yeah, now. Yeah, I saw you know? he went from thirty million guaranteed in Oakland to what was it five guaranteed or nine guaranteed in New England, and then like, now he's gonna, he's now he's like gonna rock, walk out like one hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars for the year, which still is more than most people make. But like from going from thirty million guaranteed to nine to one hundred fifty thousand, it's ridiculous. That's an insane jump. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. My biggest question is, is his career done? Does he ever play football? I think his career is done, unless he goes and plays in the CFL or something. But NFL but career, nobody's taking him? No. Because that's the thing I was thinking when Patriots took him, they were already going out and on a limb anyways. You know, like with everything that's going on in Oakland, even though it's predetermined, even though it's orchestrated. Yeah. But they kind of went on a limb to take AB, who was yeah. bought out by the Steelers, who wanted him gone that bad. You know, so I think he's looking at the door. How... How weird is it though like it, this that he played one like he was there for two weeks he played one game and then they were like yeah you know what i just think i don't know i think that's, this is the only way the story could have ended with everything that went down in oakland you know mm-hmm. comebacks in, in week one and then scores a touchdown has a good game and you're like oh this is going to be dangerous you know patriots are super bowl favorites and then as soon as that news broke out about the sexual allegations i it was a downward spiral for sure what was crazy to me is that I don't know how like OJ made that video on Twitter which take OJ for what he is I don't really know what he is murderer but (laughs) but uh he was like the first thing your lawyer should have told you was to not talk absolutely and you talked but then at the same time like you should probably sue your lawyer for if he didn't tell you to do that yeah but at the same time I bet you that lawyer did tell him hey don't say anything but AB is AB, and I, th- I, in my mind, you said he spied it. I think he just spied it. Like whatever. Like I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna say whatever I want. You know. 
Yeah. Because I don't know what lawyer in the right mind, especially if you're defending a, you know, world-class athlete, mm-hmm. you know, like best of the best. Like, you got to be a good lawyer to say, hey, <laughs> don't, don't say anything. Don't open your mouth ever about anything. But we know AB can't not do that, so. Yeah. I just think it's a – and it's it's – it happened to a guy who did start out from being some JUCO guy or small school guy right. that worked his way up to be right. one of the best in the league. And it sucks to see that, but, I mean, at a point, I th- do you think it all went downhill after he bleached his mustache blonde? <laughs> Honestly, if you could look back to one point, that's that's when and then, everything and changed. And going on LeBron's show and saying he has no ego. Was it the shop? Yeah. Yeah. He went on there and was if like, If you nah, have such a huge ego. ego that you say you have no ego – there's a problem. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you can't fit your head through a room, you know, Dude, and you say you got no ego. I'm going to break this up real fast. You're leaning into your mic, and that pop filter's so big that I can't see I one of your eyes, and so it's throwing I'm me literally off. looking through it, and, like, I can see it going through there. I'm just going to rotate this inch. It'll still pick you up like that. There we go. These pop filters that we got on these new mics are, are massive. Way too big. As big as a dinner plate, easily. Yes, but just about. <laughs> it's just about that big. But that was the big one was AB. That's, yeah. I don't know. I don't think we've ever seen a story like this or a series of events like this in the NFL. No, it's pretty weird. From from going from one of the best in the league to getting bought out by your team to say, like, we don't want you, to get picked up by the Raiders, huge guaranteed money. Yeah. Everything that happened down there. To freezing your feet on purpose. To freezing your feet on purpose. Like, that's insane. Real life, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> hey, shout out my fantasy team. We'll get into that later, though. And since we are going late, we do have two weeks worth of Chiefs stuff to catch up on. And we got, let's, can we talk a couple key injuries real fast? Yeah, no, talk? yeah, we should do that because there are a couple of them. Um, Nick Foles, week one, broken collarbone against the Chiefs. Yep. Um, he's out for the season. I'm, I yeah, think. he's out for season. He's out indefinitely. Um, which Minshew's playing well, so I think that'll that'll be okay. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Breeze's thumb, he's out for six weeks. Roethlisberger's elbow, he's out for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Luck retired. Which was also one of the weirdest things we've ever seen, even though it's understandable. I respect it. I totally respect it. To- totally respect it. Um, who else got injured? Well, the Jets have – Sam Darnold has, has mono, mono, which so. don't know how he has mono. He's kissing too many girls, dude. Or guys. I don't right. know. I don't know his sexuality. But then Trevor Seaman came in and he broke his ankle. Or I don't think it was confirmed that he broke his ankle. It was confirmed. I don't know if it was. I never saw anything that he broke it. It was something else. Well, what else was it? I, I thought he said he broke an ankle and it was out indefinitely. He was out for the season. I don't know. If he's out for the season, that sucks. Yeah. Uh yeah. Call up Mark Sanchez. Shoot. Mark Sanchez is too busy doing other things. I don't know what he's doing. Call up Jay Cutler. Do you think Jay Cutler will come back right now? N- no. Jay Cutler's wife is making bang. He's he's on some he's show fine. on CMT. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. No, they so really should call back Cap. I, I could have swore I saw that he was getting, like, they were working him working out. Working him out? Yeah. He stayed in pretty good shape. Yeah. He's not far off of football shape. He's not in football shape because no. he has football in 900 days, but... He's not going to be far off of it, you know. You say that, but I mean, like he's going to have to. No, he's going to have to work. Yeah. And, but like once he, if they sign him to whatever a one yeah. year, whatever, I, he'll get in football shape. Oh yeah, but I mean, he's you're, not. You're going to playing games. But it's not like if you got a Jay Cutler or somebody coming in, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. 
that was my biggest thing. Yeah. But, yeah, those quarterback injuries are huge. I think especially – I saw something that said – not to cut you off. You're fine. But this is – so Drew Brees prior to injuring his thumb had only missed one game due to injury. And now he's about to make six weeks. A single game was all he'd missed prior to that. Wow. And what was it? He took tore ligaments in his thumb? Yeah, he had to get surgery on his thumb. Yeah. It was just throwing arm too. I watched that uh, week two mic'd up on yeah. NFL's YouTube. And when Aaron Donald hit it, he's like, I hit his I hit his thumb. I know, like, I messed it up because he was, like, wincing about it. Mm. He's like, I didn't. It's not like he meant to. No, and that's it's the thing part of the game. all these football injuries. is like nobody ever, I mean, few people. Fontes Burfitt. Font, exactly what I was thinking of. Very few people go out there trying to hurt other people. For the most part, everybody's mm-hmm. going out there to play. If it happens, I, I mean, it's just an accident. Nobody yep. goes out there trying to kill people. 100%. So. Bounty gate, you know. Yeah, but that's all I was gonna. I think that was the only ones that were like, yeah, super major. Well, we'll segue into some Chiefs injuries because we have a couple big ones too. Yeah, three of them this week. Three of them. Yeah, confirmed. The, I think one of the biggest ones that happened in week one, uh, one against the, the Jags. Jags was Tyreek Hill. Yeah, dislocated. He, I do not know how they like that. That word for it is some medical crazy. Dislocated collarbone at the sternum, though. At the sternum. That's the biggest thing I remember. So. The problem was that if it slipped and hit his lung or hit a it vital could have organ, punctured it, it and could have killed him. Yeah. Um, luckily, it didn't. Because it, it was uh, like if it goes in, if it, if it dislocated in, it could have killed it, but it dislocated out Yeah. and up top. But then they gave him a six-week, mm-hmm. uh, like estimated six weeks. Yeah. But he's already been seen without his sling, and he's been shooting basketballs around. And Yeah, he was in sling week two, and, so, and now week three he's – out of sling. Like, he's yeah. making some I think it's going to be faster than it's – I don't think it's going to be six. No. It might be it might be four. I was like, he's going to work – I mean, he wants to be back on the field. Oh, yeah. You know, so he'll work harder, faster, yeah, harder, you know. And I'm sure he's really upset he can't play this one because this week's a yeah, big one. Yeah, this is a big one. But also out, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher. With a groin injury, which – what did He re-injured. He aggravated – he did it during practice on Wednesday or Thursday and then tried to go – Mm-hmm. For a series and re-injured it, which which he should have sat out. Should I mean, it would have been smarter too? But I, I understand. But at the same the competitiveness. time, it, yes, it's the competitiveness, wanting to win, especially knowing the team you have, yeah. knowing that you are the left tackle, that yeah. protection for Mahomes, 100%. and we saw it in that game that he had to flush out a couple times because of yeah. the pressure that got through. So yeah. I think a good thing that he's officially out and getting some weeks to rehab because yeah. especially with the groin those type of muscle injuries can just be nagging especially for an offensive lineman that's a that's a yeah. big injury for an offensive lineman yeah i mean it's a big in- injury for everybody but offensive line you gotta think most of your motions coming from that that step out that yep. step back yeah that's all it's all hip work that's you all know? hip and groin mm-hmm. so i mean there's it's pretty unavoidable but yeah. hoping he comes back within the next couple weeks and then who was the last one lashawn mccoy no uh, Damian Williams, he's out with a knee contusion still. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think it's a, I think it's a really, really deep bruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LeSean like M- on the bone. Lashawn McCoy's MRI came back negative, so he's in a yeah. play this Sunday. And then I'm assuming Reggie Ragland's gonna be another health, healthy scratch. I'm not sure what's going on with that hole. Yeah, I'm not sure what it's it is. If it's health, wa- if it's mental health wise, if it's you know, if he's sick, you know. Yeah, but if he's healthy, they, they, if he was sick, they'd put down that he was sick. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's in that in that trade bowl. I don't know. You're saying Ramsey watch? Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I wouldn't mind throwing Ragland in a first and a third in for him. 
Yeah. Yeah, I really wouldn't either, but at the same time... So linebackers are playing really good right now. Linebackers are good. Knock on wood. Nice knock. But our corners, I think, are more important than our backing core. Hmm. Because our front line has been better on the run stop. And their linebackers You're are better. right now. Right not now. Not overall. No, right now. Okay. Right now. I was about to say, eh, linebackers are really important, but. No, right now, like for our team. Yeah, I would say our, our, our corners are our weakest point. I mean, that's been obvious since last season. Mm-hmm. Um, we did upgrade our safeties. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, Sorensen ended up getting beaten out by Thornhill, which. Good. Thank God. Good. Um, Sorensen does come in in some nickel stuff, though. I, mean, I don't mind him getting plays, snaps. Plays I might be a good special bit. teamer, but. Well, he plays the run a little bit because he's a good tackler. Yeah. He's not great in coverage, but he's a really good tackler. So he'll come in and play the run and short distance stuff and let uh, Matthew or Thornhill take that take mm-hmm. that role of covering somebody over the top. Mm-hmm. But So we, we upgraded the safety. Our linebackers, Lee, Wilson, and uh, Hitchens. Hitchens have been playing really, really well. They really have. Hitchens has been up there and leading tackles for most of the games. He's in on mm-hmm. everything. Which is really good to see because he was... Which is your job as a linebacker. Exactly, exactly. But last year he was struggling. Him and Raglan were just struggling. And then, I mean, Breland hasn't played awful. He had a pick last week, a give-me pick. Uh, West had a pick last week and looked pretty good. Week one was a little sketch, Mm -hmm. but that's week one. But it's week one. You expect that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, look at how bad the Jags' defense looked. The defense that's usually top in the league. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if our offensive is just that polished and we just haven't really missed a beat or if we just broke them again. I don't really know. I think that's all factors into it, but at the same time, I think at the end of the day, it's one of those, it is week one. Yeah. That's still their first game at full rusty. speed game action. You know, everybody's still working out. I don't know if anybody's rustier than the Dolphins, but everybody's rusty a little bit. Dude, Dolphins are beyond rusty. They're yeah. just, we're not even going to get into it. They're either. just broken. Yeah. They're just broken. So, we going into week one. Yeah, well, so week one, because we got couple weeks to get through yeah and like we said week one was a little rough just because i don't know it's just week one getting ready to go yeah but i think Minshew also just kind of surprised us oh 100 he surprised everybody he surprised, just kind of jumped on the scene he's like hey i'm just gonna like he had a moment and he's gonna play yeah week two he didn't look great week last or thursday he looked pretty good though yeah two touchdowns like 200 something yards yeah went over the titans who's not a great team, but they're usually a tough team to beat, and they yeah they put up a fight for sure. Twenty to seven, or your dark like horse team. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude, it's weird. They're a weird team. <laughs> they are definitely one of the weirdest teams in the NFL on predicting when they're gonna go off or not. We put up seventeen in the first, six in the second, seven in the third, and then ten in the fourth, which I did not even think we could put up ten. But Mahomes went off twenty five for thirty three with three seventy eight and three touchdowns. Our offense oh, was just the Watkins was too, just running. Yeah, Watkins had 198 yards with all three touchdowns. Yeah, our so let's start with the offense first, and then we can go into the defense. Um, our offense came out firing, but I don't think either of us were surprised about it. No, um, and we both going in all off season, we knew that our offense was staying the same. If not, would excel. Yeah, I mean, and it was our defense that we had to get up. We added a couple guys on offense that give us good versatility and drafted speed. a couple guys to give us good. I mean that's exactly. yeah Hardman Hardman didn't get a ton of time week one, but mm-hmm. that's understandable. He's a rookie playing week one, right? Um, but I think his role is going to expand obviously with Hill out, yeah. especially this week. I think this week's going to be big for him. But back to week one, um, Tyreek went out early first quarter, I believe. Yeah, early, early. Um, and then Sammy just kind of stepped up and was like, okay. 
and that's what we've been. That's, well, that's what we've been wanting. Yeah, that's what we've been wanting because he's I mean, one of yeah. the highest on the payroll. He's had the the ceiling for it. He just has never reached that. And I think it all boils down to is he got into that sh- physical shape that he was talking about over the offseason. He was eating yes. better, working out better. He's fast. He's back to fast. He he's feels like he did fast. in college, and mm-hmm. I think it's it's been apparent. He's, it's been showing. He's absolutely. been catching the ball extremely well. He's been breaking corners off and getting open extremely well. And after the catch, he's right now one of the best in the league. Oh, 100%. One of the best in the league. When he has the ball in his hands. And it's, and it's not even just because he's fast. No. He's f- super physical. He's one of those guys that's like, I'm not really going to try to juke you out. I'm going to give you a stiff arm, give you a shoulder, and then I'm going to make a move. Mm-hmm. Um, he impressed me probably the most on the offense in week one. Not a whole lot from our running backs. Um, no. Williams didn't break 100. Clearly didn't break 100. Um, Our biggest was Shady. Shady had 81. He, he had no touchdowns. But he had a good day. Damien no, had a touchdown. Damien had a touchdown, but Shady was looking Shady great. Shady looked really good. I was, that's, I'd was. i say that's my second surprise was how, Absolutely. how good he looked. Just because, I mean, we knew. I mean, he has talent. Yeah. He's Shady McCoy. Yeah. But out of Philadelphia, Buffalo, kind of, you're like, is he mm-hmm. done? Is he on the backside? Twilight of his career. But he's coming out, and he's just like, Kind of Minshew, I got this opportunity, kind of a re a second life, you know, with the Chiefs. I'm just gonna run for it. I kind of think it also is because he wants to play for Reed, mm-hmm. and Reed wants him to succeed, and they want to get a Super Bowl together. Yeah, I mean, they, I did. Shady wasn't in Philly when they got the Super Bowl. Mm-mm. Reed clearly wasn't in Philly when they got the Super Bowl. Reed's been the winningest coach without one, right? I think ever. I think so. Um, they both just. I think, I think that's just a a good a deep friendship of two guys that. Well, they want, both understand. want to do better for each other. And, and both understand each other. Yeah, LaShawn you know? doesn't want to let down Reed, so he's going to play his absolute best. I mean, I'm not saying he never played his best in Buffalo or whatever, but he hasn't had the line. And especially, he hasn't had the no, and at this him, time in his career, yeah, you know. He's got the talent around him to make him look a lot better because they have to worry about the pass so much. Well, I think that's about. why he excelled week one yeah. was just because because Mahomes was throwing so well, because Watkins mm-hmm. was going off, now you have these lanes to run through, and when Shady has open space – He's, He's Shady McCoy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think that those were two big things from week one offense. Also, though, the offensive line didn't play well No, in week one. And Mahomes did have to get flushed. He did have to make some he moves. he did tweak his ankle. He did because of it. Which didn't really show in week two, but everybody <laughs> made a huge deal about it. But uh, those were my biggest takeaways. I don't know about, about yours. Yeah, my big things were just uh, Chiefs have scored 25-plus, and at that time, 22. Like, we've put up big points for the longest in NFL history. Yeah. Like, we're and putting up we're points, which continue, to, continue do to do that for a while. A minute. Yeah. Um, the homeless regression that was supposed to happen, you know, after the 5,050. Yeah. It's on a really great track after a 378 and three touchdowns. Seven you know? tutties in two weeks. Yeah, really great. Yep. And then my biggest things were just the shady – and Watkins, then the Tyreek injury, because that was really yeah. big. And then on the defensive side, I was thoroughly impressed that we stopped Fournette the way we did. Ab- I mean, bad, he, well, he gained yards. He did. But did he score? No. No. And that's the thing. Like, we, last year, I mean, we were bad in everywhere, but run defense was really bad. Yeah, and you got to look. I mean, he maybe broke the first tackle twice, two, three times. Last year, he'd been breaking everything. Well, well he, maybe not Leonard Fournette from last year, but... but you know what I'm saying? Theoretically, but yeah. like last year, they'd get to second level before getting touched. Yeah, you know they might not even get touched for five yards. Yeah, and now you have to worry about Clark on the left end mm-hmm. or, or right end, whatever. Clark on the end. Clark on the end. You got to worry about Jones in the middle, and then I don't want to discredit. You got to worry about Naughty. 
Mm-hmm. K-Pass. you got to worry about Passigno has looked. He's been one of my biggest surprises on the defense, how much playing time he's getting and how well he's played. He's been he's been stretched all over the field, which is he's huge and really athletic. So I'm I glad. know, and I, it's like it's kind of one of those things like he had the possibility to, like you could look at him and yeah. see his physical like maybe he could do it. And now that he's playing in a Spags yeah. system, and I think Spags is like sees this guy and he's like, oh, I have a weapon. Mm-hmm. I can just use this guy. However, yeah, because Capaz is ginormous. Yeah, and I think I think I like the way that we've handled him. Like, yeah, we we took a chance on him. We didn't know what he was gonna do, but. We let him sit for a couple of years, let him learn, and now he's like getting it. Yeah, he's he's starting to he's starting to blossom a little bit. I hope I hope he continues to play well too because he's some somebody that I could see making a huge difference especially, down the road. Especially if you, if he can ex- reach his level, you know, grow mm-hmm. his level on the defensive line with Chris Jones also there. Because if Chris Jones is getting doubled, mm-hmm. you know, and K Pass can beat his guy, yeah. And Clark is coming on the end. Because you know, Chris it's like, Jones and Clark take up a lot of attention. They do. And, and so if K-Pass can guys, get in there, absolutely. And I think that's why our linebackers are playing better, too, because our defensive line is so good that you can't ignore you can't ignore blocking them. You have to put emphasis on it. You can't always work the second level because exactly. those front-level guys are so good. Exactly. Um, and I think, I think our run defense being better is going to make teams throw on us more, and that's why that Ramsey trade is so much more important is because mm-hmm. – our corners can't keep up with guys all game. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. Fuller's not really an outside corner. He's more of a slot guy. That's exactly. That's been apparent Has the last been. couple of weeks. Breland, Bashad Breland's going to get better, I think, though. Mm-hmm. I think he'll, he'll – he has more upside to me than Ward does at this point. Um, but Ward is still super young. Yeah. Yeah, so super green. He, uh, he has a good upside. And then once we get Mo Claiborne here after – how many uh, weeks did he have up? It's four? a four-week – so we got this week and next week. We have the possibility to to come out with Mo, with Mo, uh, when Mo Claiborne comes out of suspension with Mo and possibly with Ramsey, which yeah. would be and then having Thornhill. I think Thornhill is top one of, three ball hawk out of this last year's draft. He's one of the best players we drafted. He's, he's, he's playing really, really well. Good. First week, I believe he was in on like seven or eight tackles, and then second week he slowed down a little bit. But mm-hmm. that's a good thing that he slowed down because your safety shouldn't be making all those tackles. Yeah, first week he's flying around is and then, going crazy. As much as people want to say Matthew's been non-existent, you got to look. He's been good in coverage. I know it's like he had that one bad penalty. Yeah, a, one, a deep pi week two, yeah. I believe. Um, but he's he's command he's the commander of the defense. Exactly, and one calls. of those things where I where I look at Matthew and his situation where people if people say well he's not doing a lot. Okay, maybe he's not making 17 tackles in the game, but, but he's, want, leading, yeah. he's leading the defense. He shouldn't have to make 17 yeah, tackles. he's a safety. We're so used to having our safeties have to cover all Everybody. our corners' bums because they're bums. Well, not even just the corners. It's the Everybody. run game. It's exactly. Everything. But if Matthew can do his job, sit back in coverage, mm-hmm. shut down them, because that's, yeah. that's a win too. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have a tackle, but that guy didn't get a catch. Yeah. You know? And the complaining about him, it all, would you rather – so my thing with with especially Chiefs fans, I'm sure every fan base is the same way and, and to an extent. He's he's playing really good football, and if he was getting more attention, you would notice things more, and so you would complain more. Right. But all you're complaining about is, oh, I haven't heard his name that much. Good. Why are we paying him the money? Well, it's because he's commanding the defense. He's that fired up spiritual leader you needed on that defense. I mean, Chris Jones is that, but but Chris Jones is also not that. He he is that, but he's not that. I yeah. don't see him as the vocal leader no. that can. 
be the guy that can rally the defense, fire come around up. me, fire him up. Yeah. Matthew is that. Yeah, he's the quarterback of the defense. Exactly. And you need and that's what we were missing. That's where our defense looked 100%. so lackluster we were not, for three years. We you weren't know? fired up for anything. We had nobody that was that guy. I mean, I think Chris Jones will end up being in that role for the defensive line. Um, Frank Clark seems like a pretty quiet, just kind of let me get my job done kind of guy. Yeah. But Matthew's that guy that he'll run his mouth. He'll get fired up. Yeah. Especially when you do pair him in there on a third and short with Sorensen, and the two. I mean, Sorensen's a heavy hit and He's a SLB. He'll smack you, uh-huh. yeah. That's why he's Dirty Dan. I mean, right. that's what he does. Right. And so I think adding Matthew back there adds that fire to the defense that we've been missing for years. And then that makes the linebackers play better. That makes, it, it just transcends every level. That makes everybody want to play better for him because he's fired up and passionate about what's happening mm-hmm. on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but week one, defense looked pretty solid. Ben not break. But exactly. Yeah, Ben not break. And I, I know some people are still saying, you know, wow, we're not, not any better, not any it's better. week one. It's week one. They literally said – if you paid attention to anything prior to the season starting, Spag- Spagnuolo said it's going to take us a few weeks to really hit our stride. Exactly. In week one, they're not going to show everything against the Jaguars. Exactly. They waited till week two against the Raiders, which perfect. Look at what we're doing. We're already getting better. <laughs> week two against the Raiders, we had a bad first quarter. Very bad. But it wasn't that awful. We had. It's like it's bad. With Raiders, your expectations, the Raiders just came up, came out more fired up. I mm-hmm. think that's all it was. Mm-hmm. They came just a little out, more ready to play. Just they a little came more ready out to play. and gave us something we weren't expecting. They yeah. pressed, they pressed us hard. Yeah. They gave us a lot of pressure, and then on offense, they came out firing it. And nobody, we were like, it's also that's that's what a team that knows they're going to lose has to do. They have to go out and bite first. You know, yeah. they have to come out and do that. And, and we just weren't ready for it. I think they came out fired up. You got to think about how much trash talk they got all off season for the yep. AB stuff. Yep, you got to look at. The fact that they've been bottom of the totem in the AFC West the f- past three, four years, minute, yeah, wow, <laughs> um, and they came out and a Gruden-led team is going to play hard. Yeah, they're going absolutely. to. I mean, not last year because they were trying to tank to get some assets, mm-hmm. but they're going to play hard. They came out and just shocked us. I think more than anything, so mm-hmm. we went down ten zero early. I know, which is weird. You're like, wait, what, what, what's happening? But I was, I was mad. Oh yeah, we we were fired up. Yeah, but. Then you look, second quarter, we come back, score 28 in the second quarter. And, I mean, that's pretty much game over. Then our defense is, yeah. our defense played really good football. We didn't score points in the second half, but we kept, the ball, away, we kept the ball away from from the Raiders offense, who's been pretty hot. I mean, yeah. Josh Jacobs runs the ball extremely well. Right, out of Alabama. Tyrell, Tyrell, Williams runs, or Tyrell Williams has been the number one target for Derek Carr, and he had, what, three or four receptions for yeah. not a ton. Mm-mm. Um, I just think that was another game where we got hit early and it showed some toughness from our defense to bounce back and not allow anything else. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's after that first quarter, they didn't score a point. No. They didn't score a point after that first quarter that we shut them down. Yeah. And then second quarter, we came out, put up 28. We didn't score again, but we didn't give up anything. Yeah, our defense came out and just stayed solid. Everybody's wanting, why, why didn't we score 50? Why didn't we do- we don't Football's need to not score about 50. That all the time. No, and that's the thing. Last year, we had to score 50 or else we would have lost the game. Yeah. Our defense couldn't keep up. Yeah. But this is like you shouldn't have to put up 50. You can put up 28 and a win. Yeah, 100%. You, know? you don't need to go stretch yourself and for you 40. you got to look. Before Mahomes got here, 28 in a game is good. Oh, yeah. If we just score 28, we're like, oh, okay, we're rolling. You know, we're our offense is really, right now, really yeah. nice right now. And so I just think it shows a lot from, especially on the coaching side, the play calling to uh, – to realize, hey, we're winning twenty eight ten. We 
I mean, yeah, we won a score of touchdowns, which one of them did get called back, that one to Hardman. Yeah, which – His mm, second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but to keep the ball out of the defense's hands, to control the clock the way we did, to continue – you mean, we still fired the ball. I mean, it wasn't like we slowed down. No, it was not, we didn't slow down. We didn't lay over. We didn't force it either. Yeah. If we would have tried to force yeah. points, that's when we're going to throw 15 picks and fumble no, the ball. No, I think it's – and also – Put yourself at risk of injury. Why you need to stretch yourself, you know, when you yeah. have a game. And when we have a defense that's playing really good exactly. football. And I think exactly. I think that's what was apparent that week too is that we realized, hey, we can we can count on our defense to make stops. They're making stops all day. Which is a ri- that was one of my biggest signs yeah. because from last year you couldn't count on our defense for nothing. No. You know, we had games where we're like, okay, our offense secured it. Okay, you just got to get a stop on third down, and we couldn't do it. But this year it's like, okay, our offense can put up 28. We can count on our defense to go get a stop, yeah. you know. Like, that's huge. That's yeah. huge. And it also showed the Raiders' game plan was to keep the ball out of the offense's hands, our offense's hands, clearly. I mean, that's going to be everybody's game mm-hmm. plan against us. Mm-hmm. But it, how hard is it to game plan whenever we can score in – Every that's the thing when you look at on our every offense, play. every play in so many different ways. That's yeah. the thing I see. It's like not only we got Watkins, we got Kelsey, we got Tyreek when he's back in. We got Hardman right now. Yeah. D Rob can go off, which he did in this game. Yeah, he was as like Watkins first week. D Rob this two week. Two tutties, one hundred seventy eight, one hundred seventy two. But yeah, oh, two touchdowns. Close. He went and he went off. Yeah, somebody that week one made a couple really nice grabs. Which mm-hmm. D Rob's D Rob always that comes guy. up with that like the you're like how in the how did you do that. How he's, did you catch that ball? He's quietly talented. Yeah. And quietly I've been, super I've been talented. saying it. You have for the longest time. And people want to, oh, D-Rob's not that good. D-Rob's like, not that good. Like, look at the tape. They're like, huh. I mean, prior to this game, he had, what, five touchdowns and like 500 and something yeah. yards? But and it's like 50 career games. You just got to look at how, how somebody going out can make somebody else's opportunity so much bigger and how he can deliver there. Also, the other reason with D-Rob that I think of, kind of like Matthew, where he, I don't hear his name, he's not that good. He's a role Think player. About, he's a role player. Why is he still on the team? If he's not yeah. good, why is he still on the team? He's one of our best downfield blockers as a wide receiver. That's very he true. He makes some great blocks that opens up everybody else, but also he's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He has the talent, which you saw this week, where if someone goes down, he can just as easily step up and be that guy to fill the role. Which, back to week one on your downfield blocking thing, that first Watkins touchdown, that super long one, um, that wouldn't have happened if D-Rob wasn't blocking downfield. Exactly. He He's one of those guys that I think – Coach Reed and the other guys on the on the coaching staff see, and they go, that, that's a guy that's selfless. He's going to play mm-hmm. football. He wants to win games. Mm-hmm. He's out there blocking downfield. He's running the stem routes that nobody wants to run. He's mm-hmm. running hard. He'll play some special teams every once in a while, yeah. which his special teams role has been dwindling. Dwindling. Because he's he getting a bigger be. offensive role. Yeah. But he he's also, what, 6'2"? He, he's not small. He's skinnier, but he's still physical. He's still physical. And he runs really good routes. Yeah. So he's a guy you have to pay attention to. You can't. You can't not. No, because if, he'll make if a you play. don't, he'll, he'll, make a play. he'll burn you like he did at the Raiders. Because mm-hmm. they're, fiz- they're focused on Watkins because Watkins had that huge week one. Exactly. You come back, D-Rob scores two, Kelsey breaks off every linebacker he and that Kelsey, tries to cover him. With D-Rob going off, Kelsey had a quiet 107. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. A Seven for nine. Really nice catch on like, that touchdown, too. Like, that's a great game for anybody. Yeah. Kelsey is one of those guys that, I mean, it's the tight end position, but you got to look. In San Francisco, George Kittle has a day. They make a huge deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Zach Ertz has a day to. in Philadelphia. They make a day out of it. Because that's their main guy. Mm-hmm. You look at Kansas City, he's really our number two guy, but he's our number one guy. Right. Because he 
first of all, no linebacker can cover him in football, I don't nope. think. I don't think there no, there's no not middle backer will cover him, and I don't even know if any outside backer can cover him. I mean, he shredded Miles Jack all week in yeah. week one. Yeah. He couldn't cover him. And Miles wow. Jack is one of the most athletic linebackers in the league. Pissed him off so much that he went and swung on him and, and got ejected. Got ejected. Sorry, that's, bud. Sorry, bud. That's it. But he he quietly he quietly puts up piles numbers. up numbers. This week, this coming week, he needs like six receptions for like sixty yards to break a record for the most yards and touchdowns receptions like through however many games. However many games. Like he's just quietly just puts up those stats he's, every single game. He is that guy that if Mahomes is having a bad game, you need Kelsey to play well. Yeah. Because Kelsey's the guy that brings that back. He mm-hmm. brings back He recenters our offense. And once again, I think Mahomes is a, is a great vocal leader on that offense, but Kelsey went from being that wild, sporadic guy two, three years ago, three or four years ago, really, right. to realizing that we have this special guy behind center, and you yeah. can't be doing that because well, he, he needs you to play well. The other thing I think of, too, is Kelsey was there in some of the bad years. Yeah, he Kelsey was. Kelsey was there with, we don't yeah. have a quarterback. We're putting up 12 points a game. 30, yeah. You know, it's like, what can you yeah. do? It's like, but now he recognized, I got Mahomes, who is a future and, Hall of Fame quarterback. And I'm the oldest guy on this offense. Exactly. So I have to be a veteran leader. Yeah. You know, I have to be a guy that is cool keel all the time. I can't yeah. get super hot. I can't get super cold. I'll be the recenter for the offense because he's, he, he's been there. He's been really good at it these last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what we've been talking all the se- last yeah. last season, this season. We're like, Kelsey's really made a transformation in his game from being yeah. that hot, you know, complete hothead. Yeah. He can still get fired up. But it's like He does it in a different way. Yeah, in a different way. That is more protective for the team and not so se- like for he's, himself, you know. He's more positive. Yeah. He's not so – he's not going to call the refs out. I mean, he might – shake his head at a bad call sure. but who's not going to right um but he's just been that i think he's been the focal point in the huddle when it comes to recentering everybody mm-hmm. getting everybody ready because you can't you got to let mahomes think how he's gonna think and you got to let right. kelsey kind of rally the troops right and i think it just goes back to being that vocal leader like we said with with matthew you have that one guy that that centers everybody together and goes hey we need to get this done and i think kelsey's filling that role extremely mm-hmm. well and he's once again putting up stat lines that you're not going to notice unless he catches two or three touchdowns no. in a game, which highly possible at any time. Exactly. I mean, I and that's the thing know. with this offense is that, okay, Watkins were off last week, so people, oh, we're going to cover Watkins, cover Watkins. D-Rob went off this week. Yeah. D-Rob's going to get covered. You know, it's like. Watkins, you can't cover, you can't double cover Watkins and. Somebody's going to be open. And Robinson without leaving Kelsey or Hardman. Exactly. Or, Somebody's going to be open all the time. This week I'm seeing with McCoy with, with Damian being out you're going to see McCoy we're going to see Darwin we might see Daryl Williams but I'm not 100% on I think that. it's I I, I think, think it's going to go McCoy first and then, and then Darwin Darwin how are you going to cover both of those guys are extremely dual threat I mean the, I know if they're he, huge dual threat I know if you should throw Shady out in the flat if you throw some I mean he can get Thompson, stuff done pr- Thompson, Thompson proved in the preseason that he can handle the give him the ball in the flat and he'll make something happen mm-hmm. um, I do think this week though I want to see us run the ball a little more efficiently. Yeah. Last week we were not very good. Um, sweet voice crack. Um, last week we weren't very good. But yeah, Shady led us to the 23 yards. Just, we couldn't get it going. But at the same time, I think that's what, our, with our defense too, is like running centers your offense, starts your offense. If you can run the ball, mm-hmm. you can do everything with the ball. You know, so we couldn't get anything started with the run. So passing was a little tougher, but we can still shred because yeah. we have Mahomes. Yeah. But I think if you just get a running game going, it doesn't have to be huge. You know, just four yards. Three, you know, it's like just to have momentum going. Yeah. 
it just, just opens up. It just mope, it opens up everything else. What people don't realize too is that you don't have to gain seven or eight yards on every carry to mm-hmm. make it a positive play. Right. It takes three and a half, or it's actually like three point three yards per carry, to get a first down in four plays, or in three plays, whatever it is. I think it's three to get it before the fourth down. Mm-hmm. It takes three three point three yards per carry or per play. Right. That's all it takes. You could dink and dunk all the way down the field. Look what the Patriots do. Right. Tom's throwing. Tom's not throwing forty yard bombs. No, he's throwing. Crossing routes, he's throwing screens and stuff in the flats. Partially why he's 42 years old and still playing in the NFL is because he, he gets the ball out of his hands. Yeah, he gets out of his hands fast, and his arm isn't fatigued. He's not throwing deep stuff, and that's why like you'll see, okay, maybe he throws a 50-yard touchdown, but those yards count for after the catch. Yeah, 100%. he he only threw it in the air 12 yards, you know, and yeah. that, and his receiver does the work, but yeah, which I'm not saying Mahomes needs to do that. No, 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 because no. he has the arm to throw it. Yeah, he can slam. He's still young. Yeah, but. It just shows you that you don't have to make that money ball every time. You can just yeah. hit crossing routes all over the all over the field, and it's really hard to, to cover that. Linebackers get confused. You roll out a little bit; they're going to bite down on that, and it's going to leave a slant across the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we got you, some receivers that are could be the most deadly in a slant. You know, it's like dude, Tyreeka in a slant is ridiculous. Sammy Watkins, Sammy's slant is Sammy Watkins on a slant. You can't guard that. That's no. unguardable play. Well, a, a slant is like next to impossible to cover, anyways. Mm-hmm. It's let alone if you got a guy like Watkins that's running the route. You and know, it's like big, big and, and fast, physical and fast. Yeah, I mean, you can't even really cover. I mean, Kelsey's slants are a little different. He does a lot of crossing routes, but he does a lot of let me cross and then set up in a zone where there's zero people around me for ten exactly. yards. Exactly, exactly. And if you look on a lot of those deep on a lot of those deep touchdowns, Travis is wide. He, Kelsey's wide open in the middle. Yeah, you could go there. You yeah, could go there. But instead, we want that. I mean, Hardman beat two safeties in the middle for his touchdown. So we're going to take a, a shot over the Why top. Why wouldn't we throw it exactly. over to him? I mean, he had two or three yards of separation. That's going to get caught for a touchdown every Especially time. Especially when Mahomes is throwing. You know, yeah. it's like. I think anybody could have thrown that ball, but <laughs> it was <laughs> wide open. But I think that's where, like, going to – everybody wants to discredit Mahomes for being as good as he is. Not not in Kansas City. In Kansas City, he's the guy. Oh, yeah, everybody loves him. But everybody else wants to discredit him because, oh, it's just the system. Oh, it's just he has Tyreek Hill and this and this and this. But what great quarterback have you ever seen that doesn't have good people around him? Tom Brady has a great offensive line, and he has great re- – he has – you can't say Edelman's not a great receiver. You can't say Josh Gordon is a good receiver. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're going to be You can't say Gronkowski of- wasn't a good receiver when he had him. Oh, it's Gronkowski like- was the best tight end in the league for three or four years. Exactly. It's like – Well, it's like every – down in history. Down in history. Not even just right now. Yeah. History. Joe Montana. Jerry Rice. Exactly. Everybody has somebody because you're not at that great level mm-hmm. without somebody else. I mean, look at you know Dan K- Fouts was a talented quarterback. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's not in the greatest of the greats. Yeah, you I mean, know. You look at even Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison and uh, oh, what was their tight end's name? Dallas Clark. Dallas Clark was fire. He had yep. a good running back. They yep. left. He had T. Y. Hilton. Yep. Still a good running game. Went to Denver. Had Thomas and Sanders and mm-hmm. another really good and a really really good defense to back him yep. up. So it goes into more than just, oh, he has he just has really fast guys in a good system. That don't, that's only it's, that's only good. Ar- that's that's only enough of an argument if you don't know what you're talking about. It's only yeah, it's only good enough for eh. yeah, one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent, and then it's numbers don't lie. That's that's my thing too. Is like if numbers you think he's lie. not talented, not even right now. He put up numbers like this in college. Yeah, he's been throwing like this since he could throw. Yeah, you know, and 100%. so throwing in the NFL like th- this is what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he's I, used to it. It's just one of those things. People hate it when they 
are playing against it or it's against their team or it's not on their team. 100%. You know, so and especially you hate on it when it's great. Yeah. People hate Tom Brady because he's so good, because yeah. he's won so many times. It's like everybody hates the greatest people yeah. because they're great. Yeah. But you gotta look this is this is just a funny little segue. Not really a segue, but it's like an off topic. People hate Tom Brady, but like Peyton Manning was really good for so many years, but everybody like loves Peyton Manning. Right. Why do you why do you think that is? I think it's just the whole Patriots persona. And that they're like it's almost like not like because it's not Oakland like bad boy. It's like we're better than you. We're smarter yeah. than you. We're yeah. like we'll out football you. Yeah. You know, it's like we have Belichick and we have you know New England you know, schemes and the well, whole like tampering. From, people and, from Boston are just awful. Right. So it's just I think it's just that. Too. It kind of goes with the whole thing. Yeah, Belichick's a he's a great football coach, but he's kind of an ass. Yeah. Tom Brady is. But Tom Brady's kind of that prep boy, kind of like yeah. You know, it's just. People, it just Robert doesn't. Kraft is Robert Kraft's not bad. I actually don't mind him. Oh over, yeah. Over him, over the two evils of him and Jerry Jones, I'd pick Robert Kraft every time. Even after the massage parlor. No, never mind. <laughs> He's a scumbag too. I, for, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Even though Jerry Jones has some skeletons for sure in his closet. Oh, I don't even want to know. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, don't want to know that. Yeah, I mean the skeleton that he. Puts under his loose skin every day when he gets up in the morning. That's probably one of them. But oh my! No, it's just it's just funny to look at how much Manning is loved and how much Tom Brady is just hated. Yeah. By even though you could also make a case for why people should love Tom Brady, you know, coming out of the sixth he's round amazing. and he's amazing. Like you can't deny you how know, good he is. But it's just one of those things. Just he just happened to be, yeah, the guy people don't like. And yeah, every era has him exactly. And he's been that one for a minute. <laughs> Retire, please. He could. But then again, it's a really fun rivalry when we when we play him or when anybody else plays him because you're, you're you're rooting so hard against him. Yeah. That it it's gonna suck to see that go. Yeah. But then well, it's, it's just, just gonna. It just, it makes but then it's gonna fall on to us, which it's already kind of. It kind bad. of is transitioning, but it's and like it's not only because we're so good, but it's because our fans are becoming toxic as well. Well, it's also when you're good, you start getting bandwagon fans. You start getting fans that come out of the woodworks for now. It's like, yep. that's the thing. When you get big, I'm a Chiefs fan too. And then those guys that don't know anything start talking. and they Just start like when the Royals were hot. Exactly. And that's when people start hating you is when those boneheads that haven't been a fan. No. They start running their mouths about whatever. You know, and it just it just happens like that. It's like, hey, buddy, you remember Tyler Thigpen? Because I do. <laughs> They're like, who? Yeah. Yeah. You remember him? Because I do. God. You remember just getting New England's backups for years? And I paying do. them like they were starters? Yeah. yeah. I do. You remember getting Todd Haley? Actually, Haley's era wasn't awful. Remember Romeo Cronell? Remember Romeo Cronell? You don't? Okay. Yep, I do. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is with any sport. Any. Yeah. I mean, look at whatever the... World Cups happening in their national men's, which our national men's team sucks, or whenever a Sporting KC is making a big run, you see all these people come or out of nowhere. Whenever the Blues are making a good run, or yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, anybody it's like anybody like yeah. when the Cubs won, there were a lot of Cubs fans. Tons. I'm like, hey, you haven't been a Cubs fan for 108 years. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing though. Whenever you're a Cubs fan, <laughs> do you want to say you're a Cubs fan? <laughs> but most diehard fans are going to be diehard fans no matter yeah, what, and right. that's when. Kansas City, for the most part, has been that for the longest time. You have you have a fan base that even when we sucked, 
We were still there. Sells out the stadium. We were still there, and we were still loud. We were yeah. still there. I mean, like even in the bad years, we were loud in the stadium. Yeah. You know, that's what we've hung our hat on. It's like we our fans will be there. Yeah. No matter what. And that's something that our our organization and our players realize and appreciate more than anything is that when you go to play at Arrowhead, it's you don't know. Even if we did suck, you don't know if we're going to come out the win just because the stadium makes such of a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of the stadium, this week, throwing it back to the AFL. And it looks beautiful, Yellow man. Yellow end zones. It looks beautiful. Nice little AF, AFL helmet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that sucks is it's going to be raining all week, so all of that work is just going to get destroyed. Destroyed quickly. quick. But for right now, and if you haven't checked it out, it's on Chiefs Twitter and everything, they put in a really nice edit video of just the time-lapse and everything, getting that field ready because mm-hmm. it looks nice. They brought in the original guy that did the yeah, original field to help so him cool. out. And he was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, Helping him paint it, I was like, "Dang, that's that's that hit me. that's so cool, though." I don't know how many teams have that super homegrown connection like we do. I mean, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's present. We just don't see it because we're not also, in that market. Well, I I think it's just our market. I think it's just where we're at. You can't do that in a, in a big one. I you don't can't do you, that in New York. You can't do that in Chicago. You know, it's like yeah. Well, Chicago maybe with history. No, you could in Chicago because Chicago, Chicago sports with, are crazy. With some history, but like huge market stuff, you're not doing that in L- in L A. You're not doing that in Miami. No. You're not doing that. No, I think it is just kind of where we're at. We just have the opportunity to do that. And yeah. It's really cool. Well, and Kansas City's built on being a family. I mean, whether it's whether it's sports, whether it's music, whether it's art, it's it's a family thing. You're in the circle. You're in the circle, mm-hmm. and they're gonna treat you like like you've been part of it forever. Um, I just think that carries over into our organization, and it carries over like the fans appreciate it. and We see it. We see mm-hmm. that. That was really cool that they did that. That was really cool they're doing this charity stuff. That's really cool that they're allowing thousands of people to come watch training camp. I mean, I, yeah. Um, I just think it's awesome, and I think it's only going to get better as we as we progress mm-hmm. and as more people buy in. I mean, that's the thing when you look at Kelsey and Tyreek and Mahomes. It's like it feels like all those guys want to be here and stay here. Oh Kelsey yeah, Kelsey could be they're a lifer. All Mahomes like could be a best lifer. friends. Tyreek could be a lifer. You yeah. know, it's like and he, can you imagine like a core like that? Being a lifetime player on your organization is amazing. Insane. Amazing. Insane. That's how you get Tom Brady's, Julio yeah. Jones. You know, it's like you get these amazing players staying and being talented the yeah. whole time. And like, wanting to help out the community and wanting to mm-hmm. create positive change to mm-hmm. the organization, which goes into week three. Big one. This one. This is our biggest this is, so far. It might be the biggest of the season until Patriots stuff. No, it's definitely the biggest of the season so far. Yeah. We got the Ravens coming in. Home opener. Home opener. It's gonna be. This is gonna be so loud in there. It's gonna be ridiculous. We might break the record again. We both both quarterbacks at this point have seven touchdowns. They're almost identical stats if you look at them. They're almost identical yards, completions, uh, completion percentage. They both have seven touchdowns. I don't think either one of them. I mean, they don't have an interception. I don't think Lamar does. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna knock on that one. Knock on that. Not for Lamar. We we actually this week have. A Lamar Jackson poster or picture hanging on our dartboard. We gotta get practice in before the game. You know what I'm saying? That might be something we do too. Ravens hate week. Leading up to the week of uh, who we play, pronounce somebody. Throw them on. That's Instagram, that, was, that was the plan. Instagram live until we hit a bullseye. Okay, bet. Like we'll just do like two throws or four throws, like and then just like for that day. And then yeah. Up until you were here brainstorming on the fly, <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be a physical game. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Ravens have been throwing the ball really well, but what sets that up is they run the ball because really well. Because they have well. Mark Ingram, who is 
Well, and they have who's that guy that played for him last year that tore us up? He's like number thirty-five or something like that. I can't remember his name. He tore us up last year. Mm-hmm. Our run defense was awful. Mm-hmm. With this improved run defense, though, now we're gonna now we're gonna play I know, better this defense is the thing in that, the secondary. This is the thing that worries me, or the, one of my big worries for the game is that last year with Lamar Jackson, was like, he's not a quarterback. He can't throw. He can just run. Yeah. But this year, he, can, he stayed he in the throw. pocket. Yeah. yeah, he's throwing. Yeah. So if we shut down the run and force him to throw, like if our game plan is to come in and, well, we'll, we'll make him throw. Well, he can throw. Yeah. He's throwing. So yeah. it's going to put a lot of pressure, I think, in our secondary. I think, I think the biggest key is Clark and Jones have to get pressure. Absolutely. They have to. Absolutely. You flush him out of the pocket. Yeah, he's a good runner. But let's make him make that decision. Mm-hmm. Is he going to run or is he mm-hmm. going to throw it? Well, just that's because yeah, I don't. We haven't key. we haven't seen him flushed out of the pocket trying to decide what he's going to do yet on the fly. Yeah, I think it's a pressure thing. Yeah, it's a make him make a mistake, make him exactly. make a hard throw, make and, him make a tough run. And that's what's been happening up in Cleveland with Baker. People have realized if we make him flustered, he plays exactly. like dog shit. Exactly. Let's let's fluster yeah. Jackson. Let's make him uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, because he's been so comfortable up until this point, which he's been playing off the rails. Yeah, give him he's credit been, where he's been it's playing due. Ridiculous he's been football. playing off the rails. And I'm but, I'm glad because I liked Lamar Jackson coming yeah, out of college. I mean, he's, exactly. he's a fun player to watch. And he's making the Baltimore competitive. He's again. something that he's he's another player that makes you want to watch football. He exactly. makes the league better. Exactly. And you can't ever hate. And that. I'm all for. But this week better. I hate that. I'm trying to stomp him in the exactly. ground. Exactly. When you're playing against me, I don't like that anymore. Yeah. It's it's just like the Ramsey thing. I hate playing against Jalen Ramsey. But if God, Ramsey's he's so my, good, dude. And the thing is, too, not only is he so good, you hate him because he's so competitive. Because yeah. he gets in people's he ta- face. He and he talks trash. Yes. But I'd love that on my team. Oh, 100%. I'd love if he would get in other people's heads. But keep it chill so we don't get penalties. I mean, absolutely, but. Get get fired up. But get fired up. Yeah. I'm for it. So this week, I think our biggest key is we got to key in on uh, Mark Andrews. And that's one of my big things is the receivers. I'll just say receivers because Hollywood Brown is out there too and Mark Andrews. But I think Mark Andrews for me is above Hollywood because we have struggled historically against tight ends. Tight ends have been able to burn us. Unless Eric Berry is healthy. And then he shut he shut down tight ends. Yeah, but he has been healthy for four years. And that's where I think we're going to utilize Matthew this week is he's going to mm-hmm. cover that tight end. Mm-hmm. He's been known to cover tight ends well. Mm-hmm. So I'd say test him. Yeah. I mean, we got help over the top for for uh, Hollywood Brown. We got even if Breland gets beat, we have Juan Thornhill, who's fast and athletic yeah. and, and willing. That, and that's why I think I put Andrews above. Holly, I think Hollywood he can still be a danger, but I mm-hmm. think we have more ways to work around him, you know, yeah. and cover him up more so than covering up Mark Andrews. One hundred percent. I just think because there is kind of a backer maybe, but. Mark Andrews can beat a backer, mm-hmm. you know. I think it's going to be key that Matthew is on him. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I think this week too. I don't I don't count out Hitchens to cover a tight end. He's one of the faster. He's one of our faster backs right now. Um, he's a really good tackler this year so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, last year I don't know. I wouldn't trust Hitchens to cover anybody because he no. uh, he couldn't make a tackle. But this no. year he's playing really well, tackling really well. I don't know what Spags did over the off season to make. I just those think guys. they put in the work. They they were like we could win a Super Bowl if we just put in that extra work. And, and I, I don't know what that did it. I don't know what that was because our offense was playing like that. Maybe it was just the change of arms from Sutton because Sutton was just yeah. so they could have been super down about Sutton too, yeah. which understandable we were too. Right. You right. Know? And I think bringing in that new energy fires him up and now yeah. Hitchens is playing like Hitchens can play. Yeah. I just think defensive wise we have to shut down Andrews. Mm-hmm. We have to flush Lamar out of the pocket, which is something that you wouldn't say last year. You'd say keep him in the pocket, make him throw. I don't even want and it's not that I wanted to flush out 
because he's still dangerous out of the pocket. Yeah. And it's not like, it's like it's weird. It's almost like you you're saying flush him out. You know how fast he is. You know yeah. he can be elusive. But no, fluster him and make him make decisions. Yeah. That's you, my biggest thing. I, I'm assuming we're going to run a spy on him all night he, or all afternoon. He's going to yeah. have to. He's going to have somebody watching him like a hawk. Yeah. And I think that's what it's gonna, that's yeah. what it's going to take. If we can make him flustered, cover Andrews, and play the run well. Not, yeah. I'm not saying we got to. Stop him at the line every time. No. I'm saying we can't let him. You can't take let him get seven every yes, every yes. single carry. And that's so, kind of something we didn't really talk about covering up. But I think not giving it as a given, but just like mm-hmm. you have to cover the run to cover up everything else. Yeah, 100. percent If the run defense isn't there, it's going to be a long night, mm-hmm. you know. But if our run defense can play like they have been playing, I think we're set up for a really good good game. And like we kind of said earlier, another key, I think, is the stadium. This is mm-hmm. our home opener. Against a team we everyone in the stadium is gonna know is talented, has been playing hot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Baltimore will be ready to play in a Kansas City home open. Like that's gonna be yeah. so crazy. And we have that bitter taste in our mouth from the last game we played at Arrowhead, mm-hmm. losing last minute mm-hmm. in the AFC Championship game. People are ratty. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if anybody understands. Like, I don't know if people understand like outside of Kansas City how huge that game was. Well, how huge. And, like, people probably are sick of hearing about how Arrowhead is, but if you haven't been there, you really don't get it. No. If you've been there during a Raiders hate week, well, especially late for in like, the season. For a young quarterback, for Lamar Jackson, you know, Tom Brady coming in there doesn't Tom Brady doesn't, doesn't, doesn't him, get faced you know? by anything. But, like, Lamar Jackson is a second year. Yeah. You know, he's still not adjusted to even NFL life, let alone. Is it his only a second year? Yeah, last year was the first year, and he didn't play huh. until – like the That's last six right. games. I don't, I don't know why I was thinking he's a third-year guy with Mahomes. I don't know why I was thinking that. Yeah, I think he's just second year. That's insane. But but like he's still getting adjusted to the league, let alone playing in Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's where somebody like Mahomes benefits is like – He's playing in n- home tur- – The a, only home- other field like this in the NFL is in Seattle. And, and we a, play them once in a blue moon. Right. And there's a semi-closed, so – Yeah, there's count. a semi-closed. It is loud, though. You can't discredit that it's loud. It is loud, but it helps but, that it can like. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I just ow. I don't <laughs> think you can realize what it's like in there unless you're in there. Exactly. It is like being in a massive college stadium. It's like being standing behind a jet engine. Yeah. You know, it's like that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can prep and you know noise and whatever, but you can't really prep into it. And I think that's going to be one of our things is kind of shock them at the beginning you mm-hmm. know while they're still at that first punch and still it's got flashbang <laughs> <laughs> yeah while they're still flashbang come out and put up seven put up 14 you know go out and start hot like we didn't in oakland mm-hmm. you know start out hot while they're still recovering and then they're already fighting behind you know the whole game i think we're ready for some fantasy talk yeah i'm just i'm fired up i think we're just gonna go over that uh yeah, so what I have for fantasy, I'm Money just, league. I'm doing, I'm in, okay, I'm in four right now. I'm in four leagues. You're in four? Yeah. I'm only in two. Yeah, I'm in four leagues. I'm only going to talk about two. I'm only going to talk about the money league because I don't care about the other one. Okay, then we're just going to talk about one. We're in a money league, and it's the most important thing because it was it's, a $50 buy-in. Yeah, $50 buy-in, and we're broke. Yep. We are, how do I get to my league? Okay, I'm just going to go through week one. A one week one, one ninety three five to one sixty. Um, I've changed my lineup quite a bit since week one, so I'm just gonna go over like who you changed. Yeah, okay. I have 
week one, I had Rivers, Trubisky, McCaffrey, Chubb, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, Jeffrey, George Kittle, Philip Lindsay, Jets defense, Justin Tucker, Matt Breida, Robbie Anderson, Hardman, and Marquise Brown. Um, week one got a good dub. Week two was a sorry performance from uh, the Cocaine Cowboys. <laughs> a sorry performance. I mean, Trubisky put up seven and a half. He's gone this week. Dropped him. Uh, McCaffrey put up six and a half, which is a freak thing. I don't know if that's going to – I mean, he's a guy you have to start. That's going to be probably the one week he scores under 10. Yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb got me 19, though, which was a good game. Michael Thomas got me 18. I don't know how his numbers are going to suffer with Breeze being out for six weeks. I think he'll still put up points. He's not going to put up points like he's going to. No. Um, Mike Evans got me 10. Fine. Jeffrey got me zero. Dropped him. Um, George Kittle got me eight, which wasn't a very Kittle-like day. Philip Lindsay got me ten and a half. Jets defense four. Justin Tucker thirteen. Breida fourteen. Mahar uh, Harden Hardman sixteen. Brown sixteen. Tyrell I picked up Tyrell Williams that week fifteen, and then this week made another change. So right now I have Rivers and Garoppolo in my starting quarterback spots. Which if you guys don't know, we go two quarterbacks, two running backs. Three wide out, two flex, defense, and a kicker, and four bench spots. So Rivers and Garoppolo drop Trubisky. McCaffrey and Chubb are starting running back still. Uh, Thomas and Evans and Tyra Williams are my three starting receivers at the moment. George Kittle flex, Philip Lindsay flex. Dallas's defense against Miami picked them up this week. Really smart pickup. Justin Tucker, I'm going to keep him in. Even though I usually don't play uh, opponents, but he's the kicker. Yeah. I'm not really trying to trade or drop for kickers yeah, it's just it's just a kicker it's pointless at this point Brita on the bench still Hardman on the bench still Marquise Brown on the bench and then I dropped Alshon Jeffrey and picked up DK Metcalf which is not a bad pickup he's the number one target in Seattle right now right so and um, I feel like that role is just gonna increase. improve over the season yeah and your boy has three rookies on the bench baby <laughs> <laughs> so I'm uh, team Mr. Freeze uh, out in the money league, stumbling, bumbling, fumbling. You are two and zero. I am. Oh two, no, are you? I yeah, am you two and zero at this point, <laughs> and I have had a pretty good uh, offensive start to the season. I don't think I've ever started two and zero in this league. Uh, hence why my name was Mister Freeze because I was so cold. I changed it last and year. Not, was not in a good way. Yeah, not not good. Like oh, he got ice in his vein. Like cold. Like he's not hot. <laughs> but first week I put up one ninety eight in the dub one ninety eight to one fifty nine. Uh, I made a couple changes throughout the season, but most of my guys I drafted have stayed consistent. I drafted Lamar Jackson. I drafted Le'Veon Bell, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, Mari Cooper, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, James White. Uh, That first week I had a bunch of points on my bench. Marlon Mack went off for 25, and then Josh Allen had 19.5, better than my Jared Goff, 13. But got the dub week one. Week two I won 170 to 117. I really lucked out because... Drew Brees went out with that injury. He had negative one points. Again, Lamar Jackson went off 34. Josh Allen went off for 25. And then Bell started slow, but he came back 20.5. Dalvin Cook, 27. And then my other guy is solid. But most of my guys have stayed pretty – I mean, my roster hasn't changed a bunch, but I did pick up a couple guys for this week. I got Adam Thielen in a trade with uh, the Mayberry Maulers, uh, my pops team, because he had Roethlisberger as a quarterback – who went down for the season. Yeah. And luckily, I had Jared Goff, and I went through with that trade. Also picked up Mark Andrews off the waiver wire, 
Don't know how he was available in the waiver wire, but it's because tight ends aren't required. Yeah, that's the other thing with this league is since they're not required, you don't really have to like. There's no reason to keep tight end, but, but since if you he's, have a top guy, you might as well yeah, take him. Because if he's better, if he's putting up more points than a starting wide receiver, you know, yeah, there's no point not to. But my team has stayed pretty consistent with who I've drafted. Uh, I for chance goes no starters against who you're playing, but he's been doing that. Yeah, I've to always it. done that. And he's always done that. I've not done that, so I do have Lamar Jackson starting this week and uh, Mark Andrews starting this week. But you value a Chiefs win over a fantasy win. I yeah. If I lose, if I lose in fantasy and we win in real life, I I'm so happy. Yeah, I don't know why I've done it. I just always. But do it's, that. it's your thing. If it's your thing, you I stick don't want to have to root for. Yeah. Them to get points whenever I just yeah. want to win the game. And so like and so, for your sake and for my sake, not looking at fantasy all day. While we're playing, it's probably gonna, a good idea. Just going to keep it down because I don't want to see if Lamar Jackson's going off and count his points and well, track and his. We've been really bad about. We both have the tweet notifications on for the Chiefs, I believe. Okay, we're also watching. So we don't have cable. So we're watching streams and it's like thirty seconds behind. So we'll get notifications from the tweets or from ESPN, you know, score updates. We're like, don't look at your phone. <laughs> yeah, so we got to keep them flipped over. <laughs> keep them flipped, especially for today, because it's going to be big time on Sunday. Yeah, big time. Making some chili, mom's recipe. About to chef that up. We're gonna have to get up kind of early. I think it takes a second. Just throw it in the crock pot. No, I do it on the stove. What? We cook it on the stove. Why not the crock pot? Because we've always done it on the stove. I don't know why. It's just how we do it, James. All right. That's how mom does it. All right. And I'm not gonna mess up what she's got going. <laughs> like I can barely cook ramen. I'm not gonna mess up mom's chili recipe. Nah, but <laughs> we're gonna go grab some ingredients right after we get done recording. Mm-hmm. This will go up very soon. Which, when you guys hear it, it'll already be up. So I don't know why I even said that. <laughs> but be on the lookout for more consistent episodes. Yeah, we're back on our we're back on our groove. We were just we had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, finally, getting schedule wise planned out. Uh, but we'll be coming to you weekly with sports. Track Record Podcast is going to be getting back up and going. We're having other avenues of content coming your way soon. Hopefully some gaming content. Especially gaming content with uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare coming out here soon. Also, we have some other people in the works with some other type of games for guys that aren't, you know, yeah. first-person shooter type of stuff. But yeah, just so Be just on the lookout for video games. Uh, should be a YouTube video going up within the next week. Yeah. At least in the next week. Yeah. Um, we might stream a little bit. We don't have a face cam or anything, so you wouldn't be able to see us. But I could go live on Periscope while I'm screaming on Twitch. That'd be funny. That'd be hilarious. But uh, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for track record. Um, I'm going to try to get more guests on. Scheduling is just super tough with everybody having classes and everybody having jobs. And projects and work. It's just. Yeah. And then we have a sports broadcasting class this semester that takes up our whole Saturday pretty much. We have a, a volleyball game today. We have to be there at 130. It starts at 3. Could go could two go, hours. Could it's go like, to 5. Yeah. We don't really know. Um, so we've been chaotic on the weekends and then Sundays we've been watching football all day and it's just been thing after thing after thing. We're just making some time for you guys. We're, yeah, we're happy to be back though. Oh yeah. It's good to be back. It's good to be back on my, good to be back on the podcast. Yep. We're just getting it going. This is start season two and we're about to get some steam rolling. Choo choo. (laughs) With that one, thank you guys for listening as always. Don't forget to keep a clean track record.